very good. Yes. It's very, very, very good. Recipes are always on um, our, our bio. We were going to tell you about our mocktail, but we realized we were really, there was too much emphasis on, on our cocktails. The what? It was too much emphasis. Emphasis. You said emphasis. I really didn't understand. <laughs> I know you didn't. I know. Remember Austin Powers? Oh, no. Mm. He says that? He says emphasis. Yeah. What are your favorite, like, millennial movies from, oh like, when God. you were growing up? Like, Austin Powers was a big, like, I loved that whole series growing up. Oh, yeah. I yeah, was... I loved Jim Carrey, like, The Mask. Remember when Beyonce was in Austin Powers? Yes. Mm -hmm. What were your favorite movies? Oh, I can't even remember. Let me think. Um, I don't know. My mother was, like, very... Um, if it wasn't, if she didn't think it was smart or funny, we couldn't watch it. It's like we had to have her same opinion, right? So like anything she thought smart, was kind of stupid. Sense. Well, yeah, somebody's got to, you know, be the, the leader. Somebody's got to have control. But there was a lot of stuff she didn't let me watch because she thought it was stupid. And she didn't want me to think that people were really that stupid or that it was actually funny or clever. Mm. And if I did watch it, I'd have to go to somebody's house, like Saved by the Bell. She wouldn't let me watch Saved by the Bell. Really? Yeah, she's like, they're acting like idiots, just idiots, that screech boy. You think he's funny? And she'd make me feel bad about it. So bad that I'd be like, oh, well, you've totally ruined it for me. Well, you know what happened to Screech? Oh, some uh, so racist. No, he, no. no. Oh, sorry. Exit that out. It, it's fine. Screech mm. ended up becoming a porn star. And now he's, okay, that's way better than being racist. And now he's dead. You're you're evil. That's terrible. No, what happened no, to him? No, I'm not yeah. saying anything. It's awful. You, the poor guy, Jason Diamond, he died. Oh, that's right. Of what? Of some. I don't. I don't recall. I mean, it could have been. Can our producer look that up? Somebody look that up. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I know that is sad. But you know, yeah, she just knew. Like, I don't know. I, I, she'd even like. <clears throat> this, this is terrible. But like. She loved it when I wore something really unique, like from a thrift store mm. to school. I was never allowed to remember Roxy. Yeah, I you know, loved or Roxy. Like wet seal. Oh, oh yeah. She or, just um, was like, "Oh, that's so stupid." Charlotte you want to look like Roos. every yes, yeah. You want to look like everyone else. You want to have just a label on your T-shirt. Well, why don't I just write it on a piece of tape and we'll get a white T-shirt from t Target and you could wear that and I'll just stick it to your shirt. You know, like, I'm, well, why don't you just be like everybody else then, Annalisa? Just be be a follower like everybody else. And so much so that I was like, "Oh, I don't want to be a follower." Like it kind of worked, although now looking back at it, I'm like, "Ooh," like sometimes you do want to just fit in and then one time i saved all my money to buy remember those big chunky shoes in the 90s yes of course you're talking um, about the hush sketchers? puppies or something the, the sketchers that were like um bubbles no. do you remember no, those no hush puppies i think okay um they're like loafers with like big sole anyway oh, hush yeah. puppies. Like steve madden like, yes, yeah. yes yes and like dickie's pants oh yeah like i wanted to wear that and i, I spent I saved all my money and my mom was just talking so much shit on it on the way to school that like oh. by the time i got to school yeah i know i loved her but she just well we uh, moms don't do everything right and you know what's kind of funny is that i can understand your mom mm -hmm. because i don't want my daughters trying to emulate certain kinds of things i see in society like I, sure. I i kind of veer them away from that for stuff. sure for sure and i can't help but do that because i don't like like you know i i am their mom and like i do want to control some of the things that they are of course seeing and acting like of course and, and for it was a, it's probably for the that's better my fucking job right you know what, I'm what saying? about movies for you though millennial movies i can't remember like my girls have not seen the barbie movie because i think it's too advanced for them and i just am oh, not that'll ready. go right over their heads yeah. I, it would probably go over their heads yeah. but i still don't want to show it to them because i don't i am a whole, i it's in my mind that i'm like i ah, just i'm not ready for anything that comes from that like right. it's everything that you do does have like uh, a consequence mm -hmm. to it as a, as a parent but Absolutely. i mean I think like she, I can understand where she's coming from really truly because I think I'm feminist. And so I have this legacy of Kim Possible and I want my daughters to be feeling like they can do anything. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and so sometimes they'll, okay, this is really bad. This is really bad. I should probably not do this, but they'll come home. But she's doing it folks. Tune in now. She, my daughters will come home and they'll be like, 
ugh, this, the boys are just the worst, like the worst at school. I'll be like, mm-hmm, yep, uh-huh, yep. You know what I mean? And they'll be like, oh, like, oh, uh, you know, like, this, this boy did this and like, I didn't like it. So I, I, I pushed him away and I'm like, that's right. You did do that. Wait, but I look, look, <laughs> I want to raise <laughs> young <laughs> girls that can understand Abuse. when, <laughs> when things are like, it's that like whole pushed? trope. Yeah. Well, one time. Yes. But like in general, my girls have like a very, very, they feel very safe with other girls mm -hmm. and they just have it. They're very disinterested in playing with boys. I love that. Well, but that's the thing is I'm, that's problematic technically. Cause if you were talking to a mom that only had boys, like my sister-in-law's these three boys, she's raising them really well though, to like be very understanding that a girl uh, is not going to play the same as a boy. Mm -hmm. um, unless it's a unique case, mm -hmm. in which case, you know, it's just different right. but um, but in that case yeah it is it's like uh, I don't think that they are so easily interrelatable but there are some things that they can relate it on but sometimes I want my girls to be like yeah I didn't like the way he treated me so I gave it back to him mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I understand where your mom's coming from with being like I don't want Annalisa to just be that girl mm -hmm. like I want her to be confident which oh, kind of yeah. goes with our mm -hmm. you know with our guest today mm-hmm Who's very confident. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes, let's talk about her. Danny DMC. Danny DMC. Yeah. I'm just like pulling this. Sorry. I'm Chicagoan. She's Ch Chicagoan. Yes, yes. Content creator, plus size model, and confidence activist, which is so cool. Danny's a plus size model, content creator, and confidence activist based in Los Angeles, California. She's a rebel against society by you nature. You're speaking the fastest I've ever heard a human speak. It's I'm, good I, job, Thank though. you. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't, she's and, a pioneer, a hustler. I, I, she's definitely a pioneer. Um she she really is fabulous. She's, she's held, fashionable. Held, held workshops titled The Confidence Rebirth. So she holds workshops about confidence. How cool is that? I mean, like TED Talks, right? Authored author of The Confidence Rebirth Digital Workbook, an interactive and comprehensive 80-page workbook designed by Danny DMC to help you achieve ultimate self-love and acceptance. How great is that? Should we bring her on? I mean, we need people like this in our life. We do need people you like need this to, in our you life. need people in your life that are going to hype you up and make you feel really good. Wait, before the the oh, not no. Like the Dickies weren't cool because they were cool, Annalisa. They were, they were cool. Um, but also she was saying, I can't afford that. And you're oh. not going to have that just to be cool with everybody. Why not get the stuff at the thrift store that I can afford? And it's going to broaden your horizons and um, teach you how to be a leader and also show your creative outlet. And yeah. um, Do you thrift now? No. Okay. So you thrifted a lot when you were younger. Yeah. I don't like shopping. I don't oh, like, do you? Really? I do, oh God, I hate I it. I am a Addicted to shopping. Online shopping or actual Girl, shopping? online shopping. Mm, yeah, I will occasionally different. enjoy going to a store. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you mm -hmm. there's like to know it, mm -hmm. which by the way, um, I have a like to know it account that you guys can shop. Um, it's an amazing. Sorry, app. I, I don't know it. <laughs> okay, so I'll show it to you. But it's an app that you essentially can shop whatever influencer that's affiliated with this one app, which is a lot of them. Of course. You can shop what they're wearing in real time. And then, and then you make affiliate money. So there's some women who have become like millionaires because they're like, this is today's outfit. This is, this is, you know, five different outfits to go mm. to a, a, a wedding in June. Uh, they just like, figure it all out for you. They fucking know. It's a total. Is it affordable? Uh, yes. Okay. There's Walmart fashion. There's Target. There, there's oh, all the things, you know, fashion under $50. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. when I'm telling you, like most of the fashions that I do. And also hook too, me up like, with that. No joke. Like hook oh, me up girl, with that after this. Girl. Yeah, I, I will show you that and I will warn you that, you know, this is, it can be addictive and shopping can be addictive. Oh, I know. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a consumer though. Yeah. My mother was it, a It seems like that at least, at the very least, she kind of put that in you. Oh yeah. And my mother didn't spend a dime on anything. There was never food in the fridge, but somehow we always figured it out. You know, um, 
I, she, I never saw her in a new outfit. She never really spent time on herself. Mm. Um, she really knew the value of a dollar. And I'll tell you what, my sister has carried that on. My sister, Rachel, um, she truly lives on like a dime a day. She gets really mad at like Disneyland. Like she just I mean, hates I get when mad people get ripped off. She, they, she yeah. can't stand it. Yeah. Or or just anything. Like we go somewhere. Sometimes it's like, girl, can you just can you just spend $16 on the drink? Can you just, we're just at a yeah. restaurant. Just do, But she fights it the whole way. And I get it. I mean, we yeah. need more people like her, even though it's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get Sometimes. that. Does she also really love a deal though? Like when she gets a really good deal, does she like that? She does. And she'll thrift a deal. You know, she'll okay. go to um, a swap meet like um, Al- Santee Alley or mm-hmm. the Rose Bowl um, parade. The uh-huh. Rose Bowl, not parade, excuse me. The Rose Bowl. Um, yeah, in meet, Pasadena. In Pasadena, yeah, they swap meet and she'll she'll haggle a bit and then she'll like getting a deal. Or it's so funny, she'll be like, I really want to spend some money on um on a bag. On I really want to spend like a lot of money. And I'm like, okay, cool. What are you thinking? Like 60, 100 She's like, oh God, no, not that much. I'm ah, thinking like 20, ah, like $20. I'm like, oh. she's like, that's a lot for a little bag. I mean, that's silly, you know? Yeah. For a lot some cars that fills up a tank. Well, in oh. some places in the world, but bless her heart. Oh, she's really unique. I really I, I can't th- wait to meet her. Yeah, yeah, you will. Um, but today we'll meet Danny DMC yes, and we will. Uh, we will enjoy our drink. Yes. Carbonated and everything. Wait, now, that, just to wrap it up, what's your favorite, what's your favorite 90s um, movie, millennial movie? Is that oh. what you mean by millennial? I'd say 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, wow. Goodfellas, which is completely unrelated. Yeah, but I love that. <laughs> I love that. Goodfellas is my all-time favorite movie of all time. Yeah. All time, all time, yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, confidence. I think, like, uh, it's funny how millennials get confidence from certain things that they experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so nostalgia is something that I think we get a lot of confidence from, which mm-hmm. is why a lot of people come... And watch our content and Mm -hmm. buy our merch. And they buy our merch. They buy our merch. They love our merch so much. Can we just notice if you're watching, guys, Ursula's in the house with this gorgeous, gorgeous golden necklace. Uh, She has the shell that's exactly like it. Poor unfortunate souls in pain. Yes. Oh my gosh. So Danny, that, DMC. Okay, so confident. Is in the building. Confident with a dash of cockiness inspired by your 2020 interview. Uh, where we discuss self-love and empowerment. It's a sour-style cocktail with ritual whiskey. Ritual, what's up? Where's the sponsor money? What? Um, and a dash of edible glitter. Oh, yes. you're so That's our cockiness. Right I don't there. drink a drink unless it has edible glitter in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> cheers. This cheers is so good. To the cockiness. Cheers. cheers. Cocky we'll do an air cheers because I'm going to spill this. Everywhere. I feel like we should let go of the cheers. Oh, you know what I heard in etiquette class recently? <laughs> oh, etiquette. It's I actually need to go classier to, that. to lift a glass and not cheers. Wait, recently? Okay, Recently. but aren't you're, you're Italian, taking, right? You're, wait, wait, wait. Are you Italian? Yes, ma'am. So in Italian culture, you have to touch everyone's glass. Like oh, if you're shit. at a table, like my whole family, we're we're at a table. You have to touch everyone's glass. So I like your way better yeah. because I'm not trying to get up. Right. You know, exactly. I'm, I'm the youngest. I'm all the way at the end of the table and yeah. go around and clink. Everyone's feel like, like you know what I mean. You know what's up. Yeah. White, <laughs> yeah. white people are too lazy. They're just like. Mm. <laughs> no, I so really funny. heard. That it's, um, you don't want the loud sound and the risk of breaking the glass. And also, yes, the struggle of it. That it's much classier to say, I'd like to raise a glass. And you like look at each other. Annalisa, you you're taking etiquette classes? No, this is something I learned on reality television. <laughs> oh, in an e- you took an etiquette class via the reality episode. Reality television is Which, like a TED Talk to me. It's like a master class. I mean, it's I very educational. I could see you on taking an etiquette class. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, just speaking like I this feel like the you're whole very time. Poised and, yeah, just yes, like, I mean, together. Your hair, your hair looks great. 
Oh, thank you. We were, we were just talking. <laughs> Danny, you look great. Thank yes, you. You, you guys you look do. great. I'm obsessed with these outfits. We've already, Did I've already a lot broken them down you? head to well, toe. We will be breaking down the fact that I'm wearing almost nothing. I'm and obsessed. That. And um, uh, What do you think? Uh, Christy, if you're not watching, you should tune in because Christy looks so sexy. Yeah, I just want to tell you guys, skin. Christy got body yada yada yada. Okay? Yes. Like, I did not know until I knew, but now I know. Okay? I mean, it's a Kim K outfit, right? It's a skin tight Yeah, but it's the body that's bodying for me. Ooh. Danny, Buddy, yaddy, 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 we were talking yaddy. before the cameras rolled because uh, I came out in this little whatever, and I was like, you know, I wore this in whatever. <laughs> I wore this in Cancun when I was trying to be like, hey, husband, what's up? <laughs> but but for real, like I used to not wear anything because I had a certain idea of what it was to be feminine. Mm. I came from a millennial time frame where everyone was super like skinny, Kate Moss. Mm. And then they, they, and then it became very cool to dress kind of like tomboyish, mm. um, which I guess was sort of like uh, it was sort of a, an answer to pink Barbie core. Like at the yeah. time, that was very like mm. fetishized with Paris Hilton and all Definitely, that shit. Yeah. Oh so then it became Ashley Simpson and like that whole like edgy rocker indie sleaze, mm. Fifi Dobson, who I love so much. Avril Lavigne, like mm. that kind of vibe, which felt like a little bit more playing with masculinity, wearing boy ties and shit like that yeah, the adro so androgynous it played vibe, with yeah. it but it still was very much like female with long hair extensions yes i think we're mostly you're mentioning only white females so of course no, like fifi's black fifi's black and oh. she was like the coolest rock do you remember fifi dobson sorry no do you remember that fifi sounds dobson? so familiar oh my god i just interviewed her on another pod and she's the she's so cool she was one of the first <clears throat> female rockers in the pop space that in the 2000s that mm -hmm. was that was black and she changed a lot of like little girls who were black who want like liked rock music and then was like yeah. oh my god i can see representation oh, oh excuse me no no it's totally fine i was just talking about that aesthetic yeah so for I me see. for me i was really not understanding and let's be clear the aesthetic the the aesthetic that is normalized by society often does not include black women so it would make sense that and their know, bodies yeah that's, exactly. that's what i was and trying to comment on like, exactly like, yeah. all these people in the 90s and, like, and isn't it was thin, yeah. to be fair she was thin yeah. um but yeah. here's the thing so for me I was I was always just I always just was thin. That mm -hmm. was just that was me. That's my metabolism. But I think I did have internalized DD when I look back mm -hmm, at it. Mm -hmm. But um, over time, I've become a mom. I'm sober. Like my body is just like healthy and like what it needs to be, and it's done magical things. So like over time, though, I was like, oh, I don't wear those clothes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I just love that Gen Z has brought about this inclusivity and like uh, this ability for even a 40 year old mom to like go and wear that shit. Mm -hmm, like yeah. go and do it and have fun in Cancun and be sexy. So you to me are direct representation of what it means to have <laughs> that. That makes me so happy here you say that, yeah. Well, I'm also a millennial. Yeah. You know, I grew up with you guys. This is crazy, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because I was an Even Stevens, that's a Raven girl. Aww. And I was born in 93. And so wow, I baby. definitely did a lot of like pioneering as a young, I always aim to be a pioneer, but as a young kid and adolescent, I was bullied horribly, mm. like from second grade to eighth grade. And I think one of the biggest- Jesus, that's yeah. a long time. Yeah, I was in a Montessori school, so you're with the same kids from <gasps> K through eighth, which should never happen. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. kids, and why? Why should it not up. happen? I just think that we need different environments. Mm. We need to see different people. We need to explore ourselves in different areas and not just have this same- structure the same I was with literally these same children like there were different classes but you still you all had recess together you right. know so I was with my bullies from second to eighth grade they oh were the same God. two boys and they just got worse it just got worse and same worse two and worse boys? yeah I was bullied by boys oh, me. Oh. Angry. yeah so so angry. where are they yeah. now 
Um, one of them passed away, which is which is sad. Yeah, in a car accident. Oh. A couple, the other kid, I have no idea where he is. Hopefully, somewhere watching the oh! kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but no. But what I was saying is that one of the biggest emotions um, that I really realized later in adult that I felt a lot, which most people wouldn't guess, is confusion. Um, you know, I was really confused and perplexed by why people saw me this way. Like mm -hmm. when people would be like, oh, you're fat, you're this, you're that. I always had this like inner confidence where I was like, wait, I'm the shit. Like <laughs> I was so confused by like, how do you see me that way? Cause wow. I don't see myself that way. That's, I find that very it's interesting. Yeah. Like it's because also ahead of your time. Exactly, because I think the, the story of the, the current modern day fat girl is, I hated myself when I was younger. Right. I, I grew into self-love, uh -huh. but I hated myself. I was insecure. I had an eating disorder, you know, whatever the case may be. And that was very much not my story. Mm. And I think that's why a lot of times I always say I feel like a vessel with like this message that's supposed to come through me mm -hmm. because it's bigger than me. Like the way I felt about myself since I was a little kid, I was meant to go through the traumas that I went through to now be in this place and heal my younger self, but also give to so many other people. Mm. And one of the avenues I've choose, chosen to do that is fashion. Fashion, yeah. And showing like, I'm always gonna be the it girl. I'm always gonna be one of the best dressed in the room. Sai, I said this in one of my reels recently, and it was like, it's now one of my new taglines along with uh, tagline. uh, confidence with a dash of cockiness. Mm -hmm. Yes. Size is not a limitation, it's an accessory. And it's like that just hits for me so hard because yeah, everyone so tried deep. to tell that's me, smart. everyone tried to tell me for so long that your size is a limitation and it, you're othered because of it. You're unlovable. Yeah, you're, you're like unworthy. Like it's like a disability or something. Exactly. It's but it's not. It's an accessory. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm always trying to be a pioneer and an advocate for things that are not normal. Like you mentioned hair, right? Yeah. In 2019, I cut all my hair off. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck it. Why not? I don't see any plus size girls that I know mm -hmm. doing this that are in the space that I'm in. Yeah. I want to show something different. Mm -hmm. Even a lot of interviews, public speaking uh, engagements that I go to, I, in the past, I've been like, oh, let me wear something that's really flattering when I sit, right? Mm -hmm. Today, I was like, I want my belly to be out. Oh, that makes you know sense. You know what I mean? That's so cool. Like, let me show, yeah, let me show my belly. Let well, me show shit. my Okay, then I'm just gonna roles. move my hands yes. here so you yes. can all see So that I can right normalize here. things for other people. Because if I sit here and I try to be, you know, all put together and make sure my roles are not showing, I'm not doing anything to create change and to be different, to make other girls feel safe and comfortable. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Like another perfect example too is being on an airplane right airplanes are not made for our bodies no. they're not made for, for big any, bodies for any, yeah. Yeah. yeah we talked uh, we talked about samira oh recently, yeah um which actually made me really happy because you said our chair is actually fat friendly yes this is a very fat friendly <laughs> chair and it's super that comfortable makes me really yeah. happy. yes um but she was she said she needed a double Extender. extension yeah mm, which i do as well airport. a lot and another thing that samira does this as well is i try to be very vocal when asking for it because i should not be made to feel embarrassed that your seatbelts don't fit me you right. should be embarrassed yeah. that you work for an airline that doesn't make <laughs> Seats that accommodate all bodies. Yes. yes. A lot of people, you know, they, you know, are like, oh, can I have a seatbelt extender? Which, as you should, if that makes you feel safe and comfortable, you do that. Mm -hmm. okay. But I am going to be loud and say, excuse me, while everyone's sitting down, can I have a seatbelt extender? Yes. Yeah, normalize Just so it. I normalize yeah. it and I make other people feel more safe it's when true. doing yes. so. You're yes. so right. So you're already making me feel better about, like, yeah, why do we do that? The, I, I'm always trying to hold my stomach. And my sister yeah. said, you know, that's really sexy, honey. Uh, Lisa, that's where the 
you know, a, a baby is formed. Yes. That's your, what is this lower part of your belly? The, it's a little belly. It's not your belly. It's something else. It's like back in the day, men were really attracted to that because yes. it meant you were going to birth a, my a baby. My man loves my belly. Yes. Yes. Let me tell you, he does. What's, yeah. what's dating been like then? Yeah. Since like, you know that you've you have, been you got a healing guy. for so long. Yeah. Yes, I have a bully, man for seven bully, years. Oh, that's right. By, I know. I've seen yeah, that. But being yeah, bullied by two, that was your first experience with like, you know, with men, yeah, with white boys. men, yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay, well, there we go. The plot thickens. <laughs> I see where this is going. Um, I like your play on words there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I. So I've been in a relationship for seven years, mm -hmm. and we've known each other for ten. Thank you. Yeah, and um, it's funny because I met him when I was twenty years old. I was about to be twenty-one. Mm -hmm. I remember because I had a little boo thing at the time, mm -hmm. and I was like, should I invite him because I messy. have a crush on him? You know, just yeah. all you the twenty-year-old like, mess. Yeah. Messy, yeah. messy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So. We met in college. He was my college crush. And it's funny because one of my friends at the time, he transferred to our school, um, my current boyfriend. And um, he was like the star basketball player. Girls were all talking about him. Like, who is it? He's very attractive. Mm -hmm. So everyone was like, who is that? Who is that? He's a phenomenal basketball player. And one of my friends mm -hmm. was like, oh, do you want me to introduce you? Because I was like, he's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I need some of that. And she and I was like, no, like, he's out of my league. And she was like, what? I've never heard you say that. That wow. doesn't even sound like you. Wow. But I had this moment where I definitely dated down for a long time. I dated guys that did not deserve me, that were not on the same level as me mentally, mm -hmm. emotionally, you know, goal, like we they weren't that. driven. We yeah. Um, and he was like, you know, in it, first guy I ever dated that was in college mm -hmm. um, and was a basketball player and like had his life together, had a great job. And it was intimidating. And I went through a lot with my self worth of like, you know, realizing, okay, because I was young too, I was 20. Yeah. Do I deserve this? I've been told for so long I don't deserve this. Mm. And the girl he dated prior to me, who I saw because it happened in college, yeah. she was a dancer. She mm -hmm. was skinny. Mm. She, you know, had big curly hair and was very societally acceptable mm -hmm. with beauty mm -hmm. standards. And I definitely had moments where I was like, why would he want to be with a fat girl like me? You know, because that's what the world has oh, told me. I said that. It was like rough to yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, but, but I, I don't understand. even. That's what's... I, the, the craziest thing is like, I didn't even believe that. That was society. That was not my mind. Right, Those right. were not my thoughts. That was programming. It was programming. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I was brainwashed. Um, and now it could not be more different. You know, I mean, I've gotten better now, but as I was, when I was like 25, I used to remind him all the time. Do you know how lucky you are to be with me? <laughs> oh, yes. Do you know who she is? I know oh, you did. Um, the videos with your mother, was she influential? Yes. And... Oh, absolutely. My mom is, I wish she was here. You guys would love her. She's amazing. I love um, that. Yeah, she does my mom's see. an icon. She's a living legend. She really is. She, um, <laughs> She had a really tough childhood and somehow was the most phenomenal mother ever. Mm. She lost her mom at a really young age Oof. and just went through a lot. And she was such a good mom, especially such a good skinny mom. My mom is skinny. She We have the same body shape. So she has hips and a butt and mm -hmm. small chest. Like mm -hmm. we're, we're pear shaped, mm -hmm. but she's like a size six. Mm -hmm. um, my mom never made me look at her and feel like, oh, I wish I looked like her. Mm. Or, um, wow. you know, my mom, because her mom passed away young, she was always very focused on health. So me and my sister both, my sister is skinny as well. Mm -hmm. And she would apply the same pressure on both of us in terms of we couldn't drink juice, we couldn't drink pop, we couldn't sugar, eat sugar, sugar cereals, sugar, sugar. which I don't eat any of those things now, mm -hmm, um, which is a whole nother conversation about how people will look at me and be like, oh, you're so unhealthy. And then look at a skinny friend of mine. It's like, I don't eat meat. I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke weed. Mm -hmm. I don't drink caffeine. I I'm like one of the clean, healthiest clean, clean. people yeah. you might know. Yeah. Um, I'm just meant to be plus size and I love that. Yeah. That's your body type. Exactly. Or that's who your body is. Yes. Yeah. But um, but yeah, my mom did such a great job raising us and really showed her confidence through leading by example. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom never really talked to me a ton about like, 
be confident in this, but she just showed it. And she was in the fashion industry. So she was always insanely fashionable. Mm -hmm. And one thing I will tell you about my mom is she knew from a young age that I was super into fashion mm -hmm. and there were no options for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally none. Yeah. And yeah. she would, we would go to New York. She would take me to New York sometimes because a lot of my family lives in New York for back to school shopping in the summer. And we would go to Harlem and we would go to men's <sighs> stores and she would just help me like tirelessly. Like she mm -hmm. was fully invested. Um, and Why I would just, you go to men's stores? Sorry. Because so the sizing, yeah. you know, they had bigger sizing. Okay. So their, their shirts, you know, men's sizing is larger than women's sizing. Yeah, so like yeah, a men's yeah. extra large, I could fit, but a woman's yeah. extra large, I couldn't fit yeah, when I was yeah. like 14. Okay. Um, and even sometimes their bottoms, it was rare, but sometimes their bottoms would fit me because I could get like big and tall, okay. you know, and they would fit me. Okay. <clears throat> um, fashion was a real struggle when I was a kid mm -hmm. and I always was this super fashionable person, but I couldn't show Express it. Express it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Find yeah. access to the clothes. But your mom was like your biggest advocate that's she so was cool. she yeah. really was it, yeah. you know it's so much of what we learn as women um is handed down by our our first female role model of course of course and um i i i actually my mom is problematic for a lot of reasons uh, but but she was very she was very good about certain things so like i remember in just talking about like sexuality like when i was starting to get older she was like she was like i i would like to buy you lingerie i don't know if that's problematic or not but for me it was kind of like a sweet way of her being a boomer, like not understanding, but trying to connect with me in a way that was like, it's okay for you to feel sexy. Yeah. And like, I know that you're gonna do this. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that she did not do right. Yeah. But I'm of the notion now that I'm a mom mm. and healing that I'm just like, you know, there wasn't, there was, it wasn't all bad. Like yeah. she definitely yeah. tried. And I am, I am a person directly because of who she, you know, helped me become. Yeah. So it's so lovely to hear um, yeah, and, and I'm very aware that my mom is the exception to the rule, you know, especially being a young fat kid or plus size kid. Moms usually don't get it right. And there's usually a lot of trauma that starts in the home. Mine was kind of opposite where my trauma really started in school when I was bullied. How did she react to that? I didn't tell anyone. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. My mom's still like she, she gets kind of emotional or or upset when I talk about bullying, I, I think I like would slightly mention it, but I, and to this day, am very much a silent sufferer, which I think is one of the most dangerous ways to be. Mm. Um, I think that's when a lot of inner turmoil happens. And then we have, you know, issues with suicide and things like that, because oh. you try to handle the weight of the world yourself. Mm -hmm. I was lucky that for me, it worked out. And well, I was able to out. build this strong relationship with myself. It, it did work out so so well though. You're so well-spoken on the subject. I mean, because it's real, because it's me, you know, yeah. it's like, it's, it's authentic. Yeah, because yeah. it's just, how you want the world to know your legacy. It's exactly, you. and and I'm doing it for so much more than just me. You so know? what has been like a really? Oh, I know. I feel like I'm talking a lot this episode. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. It's I feel okay, like I'm, I'm talking like, a lot. No, but no, it's no, great. No, Isn't no, it great? No, yeah. You've got big name bitch energy. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, I was gonna say you guys brought it. a big body baddie <laughs> onto big name bitches. Let's say <laughs> that three times fast. Well, I have a question that maybe big baddie. Big, big body, body baddie on big name bitches. Big body baddie on big name bitches. Big body baddie on big name bitches. I love that. That's the, that's the answer. Should we get in the studio? No. That's the answer. That's the answer. I don't know if you want to talk about this and you don't have to, but yeah. I know there was a little debacle or something about fast fashion. Yeah. And I love fast fashion. I'm wearing yeah. fast fashion Girl, right I'm wearing now. Fast yeah, fashion. she was saying. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. I mean, I do call it out. I do call it out now. I'm like, well, yeah. You, she literally said that to me. We were talking about her office earlier. She's like, I know it's wrong. Yeah. Well, a lot's wrong. I mean, getting a plastic water bottle 
model's wrong. It's the way yeah. it's designed. It's the way the world is designed. Yeah. It's really hard to fight it. It's it changing. Is. Sustainable yeah. fashion is definitely becoming more chic. I yeah. try to, I, I will try say to though, pass it down to my sister so absolutely. I feel better about it. And then of course oh, to yeah. go, goodwill. Yeah. But it's like, what are we supposed to do? I can't afford the yeah. non-fast fashion. Yeah. How do you feel about that? What, what was that flack about? It seemed kind of um, crazy. <laughs> Gotta take a deep breath, you know. <laughs> and you don't have to talk about. No, no, no. You don't want to I, I am. I am definitely the per type of person. I'm an open book. You know, I, I like to speak about everything because I am just real to my core. I wish I could I be think more the like that. thing that's hard. <laughs> I'm fighting the mic. Oh, she's rather what she, she said. said hard. <laughs> the thing that's hard. The thing that's hard. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the thing that's difficult is that I've chosen to live my life with a camera on. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you make mistakes with a camera on, mm -hmm. everyone is able to chime in mm -hmm. and um i saw you know a really ugly side to the internet a really dark side that kind of took me to a dark place too and i had to reevaluate kind of mm -hmm. where i was at mm -hmm. but um fast fashion is a tough topic you know i think the biggest thing is that everything is wrong right now you know whether you are shopping fast fashion whether you're shopping on amazon whether you have an iphone in your hand there's yeah, there's iPhone. something yeah there is something <laughs> bad about it we are we are in a consumerist Absolutely. capitalistic world Absolutely. and yes. country it's really hard to fight that yes it is Blair um, Armani said she's like it's a system of oppression mm -hmm. I mean, yes that's what it is yeah a hundred percent and I think what's difficult is I have always tried to lead for my community mm -hmm. in in the ways I just show you know named for you guys with seatbelt extenders and cutting my hair and I mean going my to stomach out. you know going to men's stores that's hard yeah no for sure there's so many things that are difficult about being a fat and plus-size woman and there's so many women that have it worse than me black fat women trans fat women the list can go on and on but I always try to be a pioneer for people that look like me and people that don't look like me people that are bigger than me people that are smaller than me it really started out with plus size women but now it's become I really try to and I always have since I was a little kid mm -hmm. show up for humanity mm -hmm. be an ally in every term of the word mm -hmm. and that's just in me that's not something I have to do on camera on a mic mm -hmm. that's who I am in the I, life I live in private yeah. and anyone that knows me knows that about me yeah. I lead with good intention mm -hmm. um, and I always aim to put on for people that have been voiceless or not been shown up for right mm -hmm. Um, and so that is always my goal. And when it comes to fashion, I really saw this space where, oh, I can show people how to love themselves with clothes because mm -hmm. that's how I felt really loved. And mm -hmm. I will never forget my first package ever that was fat friendly that I put on and I was like, oh my God. God, I'm the shit was from Fashion Nova, which is a fast I mean, fashion brand. Uh -huh, uh -huh. This is, I, I believe right. this is Fashion Nova and Fashion Nova for me also made me feel that same way. Yes. Wow, I, I got to get into Fashion Nova. Well, uh, I mean, they, I also had to deal with them and they were, they were, they were, it, and so it was different, but it was kind of like, I felt really scared because I was like, I've never dressed sexy. Like I had mentioned it before. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know if I can like wear this or wear that. And I just fucking did it. Yes. And it was a milestone yes. in my life. It had changed my and it confidence. Does so yes, it does something for you. We were kind of talking about this before okay. off camera and a huge thing. I have a confidence workshop um, called The mm -hmm. Confidence Rebirth. And a huge like thing I talk about on there is imagine you have a vault, right? Like a bank vault. Mm -hmm. And every time you do something for yourself, so it could be putting the outfit on, it could be going for a walk because you want to focus on your health. It could be, um, you know, wearing a crop top, wearing a bikini. Mm -hmm. You are taking a coin and you're putting it in your vault and you're showing yourself, You are. it is physical, tangible proof that you are going to show up for yourself. Yes. And you did it and you felt safe and mm -hmm. you felt loved, loved and you felt worthy and, you, and it's all these good things. And all of a sudden you look in your vault and you have all these coins built up and now you realize, wow, I really can do this. And mm -hmm. it's not so scary when I just focus on myself and my thoughts and my opinion and not everybody else. I love that terminology, that uh, way of, of looking at it. Who taught you that? I always want to know. <laughs> it's myself. Yeah, wow, wow. Will you teach me? Yeah. Will you learn me something? I love saying that, but it's so true. Yeah, no, but 
But circling back to fast fashion, I think that, you know, there's a huge gap in the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. It's still there. You know, a lot of people want to say, oh, it's mended, it's healed because most of these brands carry plus size mm -hmm. now. Most of these brands carry up to 3X, maybe, mm -hmm. okay? There's few brands that go higher. The brand that I worked with before where I, where I got a lot of heat from is one of the only brands to carry up to a 5X. So my goal in working with them or, you know, participating in seeing their factory, their warehouses, mm -hmm was I said to them, you know, this is really important for our community to be able to afford this and to be able to fit into these clothes. Right. If you're saying I can see this firsthand so I feel safe and comfortable promoting this brand, let's do it. I want to see it with my own eyes. Yeah. And I am someone that, you know, there was so much that happened off camera. I asked the heavy hitting questions. I don't care if people feel uncomfortable. I'm doing this for me, my wow. 14 year old self, my community. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of that is not shown or seen because there's you know, bits put out or whatever the yeah, case may be. It's an algorithm. And, exactly. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see. We have to go to some rapid questions. Okay, Don't hate yes, me. Yes. But I want to ask you at the end, what's next for you? Because I want you to run everything. I yes. want you, I to, want you to be have your own clothing yeah, I want you to run yeah. fashion. Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, your own clothing line and beyond, though. I want you like running yes. um, let, let Vogue. Let me just say, I just want to say one more thing is that, you know, we're all going to make mistakes as human. I think that uh, we're all going to make mistakes as humans. Yeah. And I think it's really important to me to always just focus on amplifying my voice for my community community and fighting for us and uplifting us. So that is my focus now. I you can, can tell. I girl. can see what my mistakes are. And now I'm moving forward. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, did you, did you actually say that you will be embarking on a, a clothing line? You know, I think I've always been a pioneer and I definitely want to add to the fashion industry and who better to do it than the kid herself. I mean, you well, you're my it. hero. Who's your hero? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, that's hard. I know. Definitely my mom. Yeah. And I would say probably Queen Latifah. Yes. She was one of the first plus size people I, I saw on TV. And Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Beautiful. Circa beautiful. late 90s, early 2000s. Yes. Yeah. And oh, just she beautiful. Was, I mean, she's gorgeous. Have you seen her in real life? No, she's really I haven't. Stunning. And I was she loved her. Yes. 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 Did you see her? I, I saw her once in New York. She was driving and I was crossing the street. So I saw her for a long time while I was crossing the street. I saw her and she was in the most I'm fabulous so car, like a Maserati. Or oh, sure. And she was glowing, but just like, I don't know, just very, very beautiful. She's got and a I good just know aura. she's so cool. Yeah, I just know she's a great person. Yes, but yeah. beautiful face. I mean, really, like you yeah. need to be dressing all these people with like your oh my god, fashion style. Yeah. yeah, yeah, even more beautiful in person. She okay, is. I got most recent impulse purchase. Well, that's a good one for her. <laughs> I bought a G-Wagon. <laughs> yes, she did. I G bought a G-Wagon back in the day. What? I don't even know what that is. is a G-Wagon is the vehicle. Yeah, What's your favorite body part? What is my favorite body part? All of it. Uh, my tummy, everything. I my Trick arms. Any, anything question. that the that your society doesn't like is so my pure. favorite. I'm sorry, say that again, sir. Anything that society doesn't like is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. I said her heart because it's so pure. Yes. Um, all right. Um, in another life, you'd be what would I be? Maybe a Disney star, like you <gasps> guys. My friends always think totally. I should have been a Disney star. You're a wonderful personality. Yeah, they know, should right. be so dang lucky. Do you believe in soulmates? Mm. I do. Yeah, my boyfriend's definitely my soulmate. Oh, I mm. love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, okay, something someone doesn't know about you that makes you say, "Oh hell yeah!" Yeah, that's a good one for her. Okay, well, I don't know if I have any of those, but the first so. thing that comes to mind exactly. is that I was almost a black belt in Hapkido. 
I feel like that's a shocker. Like that is a shocker. Wouldn't really... That's another fat phobic thing. I think people yes. think that you guys can't like be active yes. and like actually like be be badass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, so awesome. And be strong. Yes. You're awesome, Danny DMC. You are the shit. Yeah, you guys are the shit. Okay, this is a vibe right here. Yeah, yeah. I could stay here for hours. I truly feel like I learned a lot. Yeah, good. So thank you. Where can we find you and all in your in your workbook as well? Yeah, so you can find me at Danny DMC on Instagram. Danny DMC on YouTube at it's Danny DMC on TikTok. And then my website, dannydmc.com okay. is where I sell my workbook and my workshop. And um, yeah, I have a lot of big things coming. Yeah, you do. of course you do. Some that I can't fully mention, but mm -hmm. um, just know that I'm always going to be putting on for us, mm -hmm. us women and definitely us big body baddies. Yes. And um, yeah, it's going to be epic. So Love it's only you, up Danny. from here. Good job. Yes, keep Danny. going. Thank, Thank you so much. Keep being a pioneer. Yes, you, yes, you, you too. She doesn't need our luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. It's amazing. I love what you guys do. <laughs> Thank so you. So you need a podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see Thanks. you next Thursday. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for hanging, you big name bitch. Now come back next Thursday so we can do it all again.